Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. Welcome on in to another edition of Spock Sports Show here on Buck 92 every Monday, 7 p.m. and podcasting wherever you get your podcasts. You can find every episode of Spock Sports Show at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Or if you want to find lots of local podcasting that matters to you, head to MyMichiganPodcast.com. We are brought to you by Barberry Law Firm. Every case they take, they take personally. Got that personal injury, car accident, you don't need to call 1-800 number and talk to somebody you don't know. You just need to call Joe. What is going down on this edition of Spock Sports Show? We're going to do the fastest, however many minutes there is just kind of running down where all of our local schools are at record wise concerning Claire, Shepherd, Mount Pleasant, Sacred Heart Academy, and Beale City. Maybe talk a brief bit about districts and Sacred Heart, a couple teams we're going to be covering. And then the second half, I'm actually sitting down with Coach Sherlock, went and caught up with him just a little bit ago at Maury Courts as they were practicing at Maury Courts. Shigala going on this week at Sacred Heart Academy. Talk about his 15-1 Sacred Heart Academy boys basketball team and a big game tomorrow that you can catch on the Buck 92 Airwaves. That's Tuesday, February 6th tomorrow as Breckenridge hosts Sacred Heart Academy. But all right, here we go. Where all of our local teams are at record wise start with Beale City the Beale City Aggie girls are six and ten on the year you look at their losses to 13 and two Lake City 13 and two man 10 and three ever 10 and three Roscommon some really good opponents in the Highland Conference this year we will see them later this week February 8th this Thursday as they host Houghton Lake Beale City boys soups they are 15 and three on the year it's crazy to think their only losses are two losses to McBain and one to Sacred Art Academy that close out the season Lake City Houghton Lake Leroy Pine River and Blanchard Montebella as they gear up for a playoff run. They got a really tough district with Sanford Meridian. That's what's going down to Beale City teams. Now let's talk some Sacred Heart Academy basketball. The girls are 14-1 and on the year. Take on Breckenridge and Blanchard Montebella this week. Both of those games on the road similar to the boys. We have their big big game next week, the 16th of February as they host St. Charles. Right now St. Charles is 12-0 in conference play. Sacred Heart Academy 11-1 in conference play. St. Charles bested them earlier 45-20 27 on the road. The girls hoping to get a split and maybe get a tie or hope for another loss for St. Charles in that MSAC conference. That'll be a huge game, though, coming up not this Friday, but next Friday, February 16th. Sacred Academy boys, talk about them in a little bit, but they are now 15-1 and on the year to get big games coming up versus Breckenridge, Blanchard, Montebella. Talk about that with Coach Sherlock in just a couple minutes. My Pleasant Oiler boys are 9-7 and on the season. Lost this past Friday on the road to Saginaw by 1.58-57. to can't wait to catch up with Coach Shell to find out exactly what happened in that one. We will see them later this month on the 13th of February as they're at home taking on Saginaw Arthur Hill. Arthur Hill 11-4 and on the season. That should be a fantastic game. Make sure you join us. Well, Pleasant Oiler Girls, MHSAA has got them at 9-5 and on the year. Does say there's a Petoskey score in dispute, but nonetheless this week, Actually, in action tonight at home versus Bay City Central, at home versus Saginaw Heritage later this week. Saginaw Heritage, not quite the powerhouse they have been, but that'll be a big, big game for them. Also have Flint, Carmen, Ainsworth coming up. Midland Dow later this month. They did get a huge win over Midland on the 24th of January, blasting them by 26 points. But mark it down right now, February 9th, later this week, when they take on Midland Dow.
now on the road. That is going to be a big, big test for the Mount Pleasant Oiler girls as they're going to have to contend with Midland Dow in the district. Going to keep things moving, go a little bit north, talk some Claire High School boys basketball. They're 10-7 on the year. Bested Shepard last week, 56-44, then fell to Gladwin later in the week. They're in action tomorrow at home versus Reed City. Reed City, an outstanding team on the year. They are 15-2, and two, so that'll be a big test for those Claire boys as they head towards the playoffs. And they're actually going to be in Division Two this year, and so a big step up. They might end up with Reed City in their district, and once those actual, we got the district assignments out right now, when the actual matchups come out, we'll talk much, much more about the district playoff basketball action. You know, Pioneer boys 10-7 and seven on the year. Big game coming up tomorrow night at home versus Reed City. Claire, girls basketball now 10-3 and three on the year. Jim Lottie with a great article about them last week, about all the wins they've rattled off in a row. They've only lost one game since Christmas break as they have just been rolling in Jack Pine Conference play. That one loss, however, to Stanford Meridian was still undefeated 12-0 and 0 on the year. We will get to see the Claire girls this year on the 20th of February. They are on the road at Sacred Heart Academy to take on the Irish girls. Right now you look at that, a 10-3 and 3 versus 14 and 1 matchup. Woo! That could be a good one. Make sure you join us for that. As I've said about all the games we've got coming up in February. That just leaves us Shepherd uh, girls and boys basketball talk. I think there's a couple games missing from the girls' schedule. They're six and six according to MHSA.com. Again, might possibly a couple scores missing out there. They take on Central.com and Harrison this week. Shepherd boys are nine and seven on the year. Been hit by the injury bug. Marcus Kendall, Nolan Kazat going down. Big big losses for their backcourt. They take on Harrison in the surprise Pinconning this year. Pinconning thirteen and three this year, seven and three overall. Been the kind of bottom of the Jack Pine the last several years in height. Well, maybe not the bottom of the jackpine last couple years but not you know a contender i should say the last couple years in boys high school hoops and so there's kind of a rundown of what's going down there are five ultra local teams but we're going to take a deep dive into cigar academy boys basketball when we come back as i sit down with head coach justin sherlock you're listening to spock sports show on buck 92 and podcasting wherever you get your podcast presented by barberry law firm if you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barbary. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind if you're injured or God forbid a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident. Contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. We now return you to Chris Spockman and the Spock Sports Show from the Barbary Law Firm's Mobile Sports Studio, right here on Buck 92. Chris Bachman back with Sacred Art Academy Boys Basketball. A little bit of a different venue right now as we're at Maury Courts, and it must be Shigala Week, Coach Sherlock. It is. It is our big Shigala Week. So, yep. uh, yeah, we have to make room for that. It's very important to our uh, our, our school. Absolutely. And moving to Maury for a week, but, you know, in a long run, if that does happen, which you guys are hoping for this year, you kind of need to get out of your comfort zone a little bit. You're going to maybe go to a random gym on a ra- you know, You know what I mean? You oh, know, yeah. That kind of thing happens. And so do you kind of embrace this a little bit, being being here this week? Oh, sure. Yeah, no, we know it's coming uh, every year uh, in February at some point. Uh, we're going to have to uh, move practice to uh, another venue. We're, we're lucky that, you know, we're in a city where Maury Courts exists and, and uh, we're able to come over here. And, and we don't mind it at all. It's I think it's nice to uh, shoot on different 
different rims, get a different environment, a little bit more distractions going on. Uh, you know, when you're practicing over here, which, uh, you know, it bodes well for two road games this week. And you said, yeah, I like how you brought up the shooting. Ba- just so many different people don't think about that if you don't play basketball all the time. But if you go to one, if you come here to Maury Courts and shoot, you kind of have the same shooting background that you're going to have in a gym. But for example, you guys playing at CMU, I think that's why that was a big deal. Such a different shooting background to get used to that. They always make the joke that in the NBA, I think they, you got to shoot three feet farther than you think you do or something like that because there's just nothing behind there. And so it is a big deal to kind of come out, play on some rims. And I brought up Fulton, said he had a cold shooting night down there. If you go practice in Fulton's gym every night, that probably doesn't happen. But that's why teams have home court advantage. Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the gyms that uh, when you walk in right away, you sense is, a, is is quite a bit different than the rest of the gyms we play in. It's 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 smaller. Uh, the, the fans are right on top of you. And, you know, it's a shorter ceiling. So it just feels like you're in a smaller box. And, uh, you know, we, we try to emphasize with the players you know the rim is still 10 feet tall you know going back to Hoosiers uh, we don't really need to uh, go into the architecture of every building we go into uh, just focus on the rim focus on uh, what you can control but as, as much as we can just giving them different environments and uh, uh, making them feel as comfortable as possible no matter where we go is what we're striving for different ceiling like I said that that's something that you, you know like I said you don't think about but you go to some of these over in Beaverton you know they got the beautiful barn looking deal that any little thing could affect a shooter and so like I said think it's cool think it's important for you guys to be at Murray Courts and I Obviously, Shakela, big thing for Cigarette Academy. Guys are now 15-1, and one, big games this week, on the road at Breckenridge, on the road at Montebello. You win those two. The conference title is not official, but I feel like it's kind of penciled in at that point. How big is this week for you guys? It is a huge week. Uh, yeah, we won't get into uh, uh, officially crowning ourselves until it's all said and done. But, uh, you know, we're focusing on one game at a time. Um, these are two very good programs. The, you know, we, we played Breckenridge uh, right before Christmas, before the Beale City game. And uh, they played us tough at our place. Um, you know, they have uh, three capable scoring guards, uh, pretty good ball handling. And, and uh, we feel like they're post players are some of the most active post players in our conference in terms of you know how they move around the floor and and, and they screen very well um they're active around the uh the 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 rebounds so it's a challenge for us and uh, certainly that's a, a tough place to play we won the district championship last year um, on their court I'm sure they're going to be fired up to play us and uh, I love it I mean uh, Jeff does a great job with his uh, team and, and they're always ready to play us and, and I think it's a good test for us and now do they got any size down there this year uh, they're about the same size they've been over the last couple of years about our size All right, um, yep. you know they they don't really you know I think the strength of their team is is their shooting ability you know they've got three guys that can you know knock in a three-point jump shot and then uh uh lobster their their senior guard is a uh, you know experienced player he can he can score around the basket he can shoot the pull-up jump shot as well as uh, the transition three so you got to locate these guys i felt like in our first game against them you know number 35 um their lefty you know he snuck up on us must have had 15 18 points and we weren't really quite familiar with him so you know we're gonna be more dialed in on him for sure um but i i yeah i, I respect their uh their ability and, and what they're what they bring to the game yeah but i saw Montebello play again you guys here a few weeks. They didn't have greatest shooting night yourself, so you guys had that really hot third quarter where Cherry knocked down three threes in a row. So they're going to be ready to play on their home court. Another, you know, floor, it's a little bit different down there when you go play at Montebella. And I believe Aiden Halliday is your only senior starter, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. We have uh, Luke Taylor, who's yep. like our sixth man. He started a couple games, but yes, Aiden's our only senior. And it, so it doesn't seem right to call this team young because you guys are so experienced with what you bring to the table. But uh, let's talk a little bit about Halliday at senior, and he's now committed to play football at Northwood. Yes. How lucky is Northwood? No, no, they, they, uh, well, I th- I'll tell you what, I thought he was going to go to Alma College and they would have been hitting the lottery. I mean, this kid, you know, uh, 
you want to talk about having a motor. You know, they use that term a lot with athletes, and Aiden has a motor. I mean, any game, any sport he's playing, he is, uh, he's fired up. He loves to compete. Um, he puts it in another gear, and, uh, you know, I, I'm fired up about him because he's going to meet the challenge. There'll, there will be challenges as a freshman playing college football, but he meets those, and he will rise to them, and I have no doubt uh, before his four years are done over there, he will have had an impact on them. Like I said, he meets the challenge. My next question was, how valuable he is to this team? Because on one night, he could have 15 points, 10 rebounds, and on another night, he could have four points and five rebounds, but still the same impact on the game to have a guy like that, a senior leader like that. Well, he doesn't get rattled. I mean, he's he's been in every big game we've ever played in the last four years, and so you can watch him. You know, you can see he's a uh, he's a guy that like like we just said, he rises to the occasion. Um, there's no game too big for him. Yeah, you're right. Sometimes we we like the matchups with him, and we go down low and try to give him the ball and say, "Go to work, big guy." But uh, you know, overall, every game he might be our best off-ball uh, help defender. Um, he's certainly one of our better rebounders and uh, he does a really good job defending the ball screen so I think he's invaluable defensively and then offensively you know he picks his spots and uh, you know we have so many guards that score for us but when we need him down low to get get some baskets he's certainly capable and now Cadillac on the schedule if people don't know I think they're 14 and 1 15 and 1 now they're one of the top rank and they're actually division one this year you know playing in class a they've been I think they this might be the first year they're actually class a when it comes to basketball but they've been right on the cusp of going back and forth in some divisions for football but that's going to be one of the one of the best games in the state, one of the coolest games in the state, because you're going to have a top-ranked team in Division Four, a top-ranked team in Division One. I. I was talking with uh, Coach Shell a couple weeks ago. I said the fact that Cadillac even puts you guys on the schedule kind of says a little bit about the program that you guys got down here and this team that you got, doesn't it? Yeah, sure. I mean, we appreciate them. Uh, you know, we had to uh, schedule a game because we uh, we lost one with Gladwin um, in, with inclement weather. We weren't able to uh, play that one, so we we had an open date, and and they were kind enough to say yes, we'll come play and we'll come down there and I'm sure their coach wants a challenge and knows he's going to get one with us. You know, I, I appreciate you saying uh, going to be one of the uh, cooler games in the state that night. That I certainly hope it is. Yeah, well, um, and it's one of those that you wish this would happen more, in particular when you, when you got a team like you guys. You look at the scores and you got tough games coming up with Breckenridge and, and Montebello, but you've had some 80-25 to 25 games, and those those are great for these kids. Everybody get out on the floor and play, but to prepare yourself for those deep runs, you need, you know, that's why you had Wyoming Triunity Christian earlier this year, and that's why you're going to have Cadillac is to, to face those challenges. That's one of those games that obviously you want to win every game, but you could come out of that game with a loss and still learn a lot about this team and this team could really get ready for a deeper run. Yeah, well, you know, we we realize you know, we play 18 conference games and so that leaves us with four games outside of the conference and, you know, um, we wanted to give ourselves a challenge, a tune-up game um, uh, the week before districts and, you know, we're going to give Cadillac everything we have. I have no doubt about that and they're going to do the same um, and uh, but we just feel like we've got to you know see some good competition and uh to get ourselves prepared and ready for the uh, state tournament yeah but i know they're thinking the same thing too like i said i just think it's i want to commend them a little bit because like a class a school playing the way playoff points work down football you almost couldn't do that because it would be too much of a detriment to you even though a beale city would be eight and oh or something like that so i think that's a really fun game a really cool game and i wish more games like that would and i talked with coach shelly said man if i had another opening this year i'd you know what i mean he'd want to put you guys on the schedule like those games are so much fun the non-traditional game it, it's just a great time and just it, always a pleasure to be there and kind of like not another you know they're the, our next big local school too is outside of midland and mount pleasant too for us as a listening area and so we, you know we just think that's really cool 
cool as a radio station. Well, we hope uh, you guys hype it up and get the crowd there as best you can. That'd be great. Yep. And now we've talked about the three starting guards kind of a bunch, but I'm going to do it again a little bit right now. Brody Cherry, um, how long did it take you when he showed up to realize – well, man, this guy's going to contribute right away. Well, I mean, we we uh, first saw him in a scrimmage uh, at Clare High School this summer, and that was the uh, day after we met him. Um, and right away, we could tell he was skilled, highly skilled. Um, you, you mentioned uh, Dan Shell. He was there watching, and he could see it too. You know, he's got skill. He can shoot. He can put it on the floor. He sees the floor. Um, we just, you know... We, we, we focused with him on, you know, embracing our system, getting to know our players, finding his fit and getting comfortable. And then, you know, on the defensive end, you know, I think uh, for him, you know, his past experience of playing a lot of zone defense. So we were more of a man to man and he had to learn, you know, what that meant, what that felt like. Um, and, and he's done a great job. I mean, I'm so proud of him. I knew he could do it. He's got the skill to do it on the offensive side, but defensively he's, he's helped us as well. He's really long, you know, he's not, he's not as tall as, uh, you know, as some of our other guys, but, um, you know, he's, he's relatively, you know, same size, but man, his length really makes him tall. He's that guy that you're playing on him in open gym and you go to just put up a three, you think you're gonna be able to shoot and he, blo- and he blocks you yes. because, because of those long arms. Have you asked his dad at all about his time at U- UNC? Cause I, I don't know if you, I got a funny little caveat. If not, have you guys had a conversation? Yes, yes, we have. Um, uh, I, I was a, uh, young, 12, 13-year-old when his dad was a uh, member of that team, and they beat Michigan. The Weber timeout game. The Weber timeout, and I remember watching that game. I was living out east, and uh, I I, I was not a Michigan fan. Sorry. Um, Rooting for the Tar Heels, but, uh, you know, when I found that out. And the funny thing is uh, Scott's two older brothers played for my dad out out east in in the early 80s. So that's how small the world is, yes. That's actually really good. I said one of these times we'll have to see if he can sit down with us, but we know he's busy helping out with with CMU, and they're starting really have a good They're run right well. now as of late and uh d4 they're they're loaded this year. Um, you know, you, you look at the districts, you, you know, their districts. I'm like, all right. Then you go to the regionals. It's like, ooh. Then you go up. Ooh, you know, there's some really really quality teams out there. Like I said, I feel like this is one of those years for you're up. And you know, obviously D3 is tough too. But what's it going to take to make a deep run this year for this group of guys? Well, I think consistency. You know, you have to be able to, uh, as we mentioned with Aiden, you know, rise to the occasion. When we made that run three years ago, you know, we faced a lot of good opponents, good teams, um, tough games, and our players rose, made shots when they had to um, it was less about what we're drawn up and what we're talking about as coaches is more about what they're doing on the floor I mean you're going to run into great players you're going to run into great teams and we realize that every every round you move up you know you're playing a better team most likely and so we've looked down the road we're not trying to get ahead of ourselves we have to focus on uh doing uh taking care of business in the districts but certainly we've looked down the road to see you know what would the possible uh matchups be and yeah you're right the division four is certainly in our regional quarterfinal uh area is is definitely loaded that's why we uh went and scheduled tri unity christian cardinal mooney um why you know uh beale city's a great matchup for us they're division above us and very talented so it it, we're trying to do everything we can to get us ourselves ready to make a run in the in the in the tournament yeah, Beale City's fifth. I think fourteen and three, fifteen and three now, and their two lo- their three losses are to McBain twice and you guys. Yes, it's it, it just crazy. And their their district is gonna have sand. Like I said, it's just unbelievable the basketball we have around here right now. Well, this group of guys, you know, I think I've asked you this t- a couple times. I'm gonna make you ask again. Maybe it's changed a little bit. What's what's the funnest part about coaching this group? 
Well, the funnest part is that they have fun. Um, they're having fun. They, they, they've grown up together, a lot of them. Um, they've played this game together a long time. You can tell when they're out here playing. They have smiles on their faces. I mean, it helps to be 15-1, but I, I really think um, they just enjoy each other's company. They look out for each other. I, I think they're, you know, my staff, we're doing a good job of trying to keep it fun. You know, it's serious business, um, you know, trying to win a game. But, you know, as much as we can, we know that this is uh, a part of their life development as young people, and we just want them to have a good time and, and learn lessons outside of the sport that can carry them um, into more challenging times in their lives in the future. All right, kind of a hard curveball question here. Last one I ask you. You always do that. Yep. There's 10 seconds left. Uh, who's, who, who are you going to? Wow, that is and I, and I don't think you have, you know, I, if you want to go with Halliday just because he's the senior, you, you know what I mean, you, you can cop out with that answer, I'll say. Well, I would go to Halliday if, if we get the ball around the, the basket, the block area, for sure. Actually, I, I drew up a play for him last year, and, and he hit it a game winner where we got the ball um, to him on the block. Probably Noah Zion or Grady Pratt. Brody Cherry. We would try to design something where um, there were multiple options and whoever had the best look could get it. But I trust, you know, all three of those guys. And Jason Bogue's been playing very, very well for us um, as of late as well. So, and Luke Taylor is certainly uh, capable of hitting a game-winning jump shot, um, given you know, uh, you know, his track record is shooting to three. And and you know, got, my goodness, he's a professional athlete. So um, certainly he could do it as well. And there might be one or two things, and I'm sorry, I'm going to go to another question here because you made me think of this. There might be one or two things you could change here or there, but when you dream about a a starting lineup, do you think you could have five guys, you know what I mean, kind of better than this? And and like I said, it's not to knock on, you know, the Predom-Wentworth team or any of the teams you've had in the past or may have in the future, but it was what I'm asking you about that, and you're kind of talking yourself through, and I'm like, man, is Bogue your fifth option? Who yeah. is just, un, you know, like it's, it's just, in, and that's not to knock on him. He's all state well, court, you know. No, it's true. I mean, we have guys coming off the bench that, you know, two years ago probably would have played 25 minutes a game. Um, uh, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a blessing that, you know, we have the talent that we do. Um, but, and we're, we're just trying to make the most out of it. You're right. I'm a lucky guy. I've said this before, you know, Sacred Heart is a small place, um, but we have very good players, very good athletes in just about every sport, boys and girls. And uh, it's a good program with a good tradition. And I, I I love coaching them. I yep. mean, they're fun to watch on the floor, and they're fun to be with in practice. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't able to catch up with Coach Dorr today. I've been able to, you know, coach up with him a couple times for you. Sorry to keep you going here. Practice is going on, but you got Andy, you know, Tyson running things oh, for yeah. you. What's it been like watching those girls, man? They're great. You know, Andrew's doing a great job. Of course, he was, uh, you know, uh, well-trained under Damon Brown for, for many years. Um, and, you know, they, they, they have a great system, and the girls have grown up in that system, and Andrew just kind of took the reins and, and continues it going. I, I, I think they uh, they do a great job. Um, they shoot it well, and uh, you know I think they mix up their defenses enough to keep you know other teams on their toes. And I'm I'm rooting for them. I'm hoping that they can uh, make a run um, down in March as well. Yep, and we're going to be at that St. Charles game coming up at home, too. I know that's going to be a big one for the girls' MSAT conference. But Coach Sherlock, thanks so much for joining me, man. I'll let you get to practice now. Thanks for taking a couple minutes, man. Thanks, Chris. Another big thank you to Coach Sherlock and the Sigurd Academy boys basketball team taking some time to chat with me. Another big, big thank you to you taking some time to listen to me. Another edition of Spock Sports Show. We'll be back with you soon. Need to be catching up with Coach Cam Gatriel pretty darn soon from the Beale City boys basketball team as he closes in on 300 wins. Thanks for tuning in to the Spock Sports Show presented by Barberry Law from every case they take, they take personally. Back with you soon.
Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.